Uh, welcome everybody out there in podcast land to the time for good people company proudly present the Law Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Please subscribe to the Law Party Podcast on YouTube, Facebook, or SoundCloud. Be sure to tell a friend you've received your invitation, and welcome to the party. I'm your host and panel moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. Of course, we've got our returning champion, Chris O'Connor. Hey, welcome back, Chris. Thank you so much. (laughs) He is the co-owner of Liquid 9 Broadcast Media. Uh, we have Lane Boland. What's up? As he's lighting his uh, Sir Walter Raleigh in his pipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is a wealth manager. We have uh, Brian Massey. He is a market analyst for True Media and our resident Brain Mass. Mm. And of course, the anonymous female. Because she doesn't want you to know her name. Uh, we may have one more hey. guest. <laughs> we may have one more guest dropping in. But until they do, we're going to reserve that name for last. So, um, I, when I sent the email out about the podcast, mm. I entitled it, What the Hell Happened This Week? Yeah. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, part of the week, uh, we were on vacation uh, in Vegas. Um, yeah. And, and part of the week, I was uh, sequestered uh, helping my mom do some things around her house. Yeah, how is your mom? Uh, she's good. She's good. She, uh, so, with all that, I was not really paying attention to the world. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so, um, I had to quickly refresh myself on things that happened. Mm. Uh, and I will jump right in with the funniest thing that, uh, that I heard is soon... As uh, we were on the plane coming back from Vegas, uh, Kim Kardashian gets uh, bound and gagged and $10 million worth of jewelry stolen from her in Paris. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the, the messed up thing is... Uh, we have some skeptics I'm I, hearing. Well, the, skeptics. the messed up thing is I believe this and the only reason <clears throat> I believe it is uh, you can't Instagram every day. No. That's the problem. Like, like we didn't even put on Facebook that we went to Vegas until we got back from Vegas. Yep. And you're, uh, you're putting your probably $5 million wedding ring on Instagram all the time. So, uh, people know a little too much about you. It's not just Instagram, though. They have the their own apps. Yeah. They're and on TV. And that's what I'm saying. They're in the newspapers. And I'm like, and just people know a little too much about what you own. Mm. And uh, and I have heard on multiple occasions, uh, them Parisian gangsters really, really don't care. <laughs> they really don't care. So... You know, There's as somebody who lived in, in Paris for a while, um, I, I lived sure in Paris for not six gangs, months, I mean, gangs, but you know, a lot of organized crime. Well, oh, yes, yeah. you got <laughs> the Russians, and then you have uh, the uh, a lot of Middle Eastern, the Albanians. Now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They I take mean, over Denis, seen, the entire um, Saint Denis area. Yeah. We have and seen Taken. Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where that movie takes place. Mm-hmm. Paris. Absolutely. And one of the saddest parts of the city, too, because it is there's a church there, the Church of Saint-Denis, which is in the Saint-Denis area, mm-hmm. which is famous for having every French emperor and king buried there. Oh, wow. So it really is this badass tourist spot if you ever get a chance to go. It's super and cool. It's and it's in the crime. middle of 
just the worst isn't, area of town you could ever go. Isn't that how it always goes? The best places to visit are the worst primary. Oh, yeah. It's where they had all the riots a couple years ago. Oh. And the kid electrocuted himself yeah. when the cops oh, were chasing him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was all on Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, we did we did get our final guest joining us today, and that of course is Dave Elliott. We call him Big Dave, owner of CMP Construction. What's going on, Big Dave? Bonjour, comment ça va? Ça va? Oui, et toi? Yes, Je ne sais pas. Son of a bitch. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I've uh, just arrived back in town yesterday from a. Uh, Weekend we call the men's fall camp out. Mm. Oh, we have heard about uh, this After on playing the golf in Farmington, Missouri on Friday, we proceeded to get ourselves very trashed and stay that way in a permanent state until <laughs> sometime Sunday morning. This so, is a, I was so, going to say, this uh, is uh, a reoccurring really thing. <laughs> so I'm working on my brain again just to see if uh, I can get it back in functioning mode before okay. I have to go make too many large business decisions. Okay. Indeed. But it's a good thing that a man or a woman on occasion should do. Uh -huh. Look at that. Uh, that is a beautiful thing. No, worms in my cigar. Oh. Oh, <gasps> shoot. Good. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen that uh -huh. before. Uh, yeah, they didn't, they didn't clean oh. the leaf well. It's kind, it's kind of like the, like the mezcal worms, though. You know, you smoke it and you get another buzz. So maybe I'm getting yeah. back to where oh, I was I this weekend. You know, All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll trust you on that. Lane's <laughs> like, I just smoke Before we move to uh, before we move to the next the next topic on the list, uh, any comments on uh, Kim Kardashian getting robbed in Paris? Um, all right, the term that comes to my mind is something that I use in the construction industry quite a bit. Bullshit. No, you can't stop stupid. <laughs> Stupid is going to turn around on Instagram and take pictures of Oliver Bling and say, "Look at me, look at me, and this is where I am." Right. Yeah, and which is exactly what I think happened. I think, "Look you know, at me, look at me. I'm in Paris. You're showing everything that you own." And, uh, <laughs> and so when they kicked in your hotel room door, <laughs> was, uh, yeah, basically they kicked in the hotel room door. Now, where were her like? Bodyguards and stuff, they're always around their doors. This was an inside job. I really There's believe. no doubt about it. Now that, I believe. Yeah. So last I time believe the guards or the nanny or oh, somebody. Really? I didn't know that. She got attacked at the Paris Fashion Show. In fact, mm. our photographer, staff photographer, was shooting Paris Fashion Week and was about from me to you from her shooting. Wow. Oh, wow. When the guy jumped on her and tried to attack her oh, and all this kind of stuff. I do remember that. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to go back to Paris after that, but isn't that one of Kanye's favorite places in the world? I was going to say, yeah, Kanye loves Paris, so like this has got to be wildly distressing. I mean, he kind of made a hit record about it with a friend of his. So, I don't know how this is going to work out. I degree that one, though. That's one of my favorite songs on that album. Okay, so... Um, not that I wanted to, uh, to in particularly jump into, uh, politics, but, mm. um, uh. but, oh man, this is my favorite. This is, uh, this has been an extra special kind of week. <laughs> Once again, what the fuck happened this week? <laughs> Did anybody watch the debate last night? Yeah. Like, I, I, oh I, my God. It, I got I, into it just in time to say, uh, when Trump 
turned to Hillary when she was cracking on him about law and order. And he says, yeah, I'll buy out of you, be in jail. Oh, so you, you missed, because he was talking, they were talking about the emails. Guys, I caught some of that, too. And it just seemed to me she was doing a lot of apologizing last night. Mm, no, I think uh, um, Trump was trying to do more, because the first half hour of it was all about his stupidity and being I on... the first half hour. It was all about I his stupidity on being caught on tape. Talking. Oh, yeah, talking about grabbing girls in the crotch. <laughs> I think what's more interesting is watching the uh, Republican establishment, the uh, yeah, that which mm. is the which man is. backpedal away from the Donald. Yeah, it's been Donald. that's been yeah. re- that's been that's been really interesting. I've like been Paul Ryan that. refusing the yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd love I gotta admit I'd love to see somehow they ever get insert Mitt Romney in there. Sure. Because I think a lot of people that didn't vote for him the last time would realize their mistake in not doing so. They were talking about would it even be possible for him to, um, yeah, the, to quit? Well, the, and they said it's too late at this point. But I think the crazy thing the is, so. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and that's why. That's, yeah, there's I'm too like, many. Already. If it was if it was a month earlier, your only chance to do is is to get everybody somehow to do a write-in, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, like a Republican write-in vote. So why is the establishment backing away from Donald when the uh, the other option is the Republican Antichrist, Hillary? It's listen. I think there's a little bit. It's a little bit different to go and and, and the whole bullshit about the locker room talk. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's no locker room I've ever been where you actually encourage and say that you sexual sexually assault, assault women. Yeah. That's yeah. a little bit different. Like yeah. locker room talk is man, that chick's hot. Blah blah blah. All <laughs> right, time on Friday. Uh, that was what would I give to? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So Mario and I had that conversation this morning, and I was, I'm just gonna say, I was really pissed off mm. hearing that, listening to his bullshit excuse. And then watching women on Facebook repost that it was okay. I was beyond, like, I don't even know how you can possibly, I don't care what your political view is, I really don't, but how you could even support a man, being a woman, that would do that. Here's the one line where I would say that you could, is your uh, opponent's husband has been accused of rape in 1978, had a payoff on that, has been caught in numerous affairs multiple times. So he's not just locker room talking, he's actually out there. But my thing is, that's not Hillary. That's my thing. You're you're basing your judgment of her on something her husband did. I absolutely am. She was integral. She would tolerate that. Okay, that's fine, but you guys are doing exactly what he was doing. He was deflecting on, oh, you're mad at me, but this happened. Nobody. He almost got impeached over all this bullshit. Well, wait a second. But she, it's. He, I mean, she was accusing him and saying this this conduct's unacceptable. She yeah. could have easily turned to her husband and said, "Your conduct's unacceptable, and I don't want to be around you either. You both repulse me." You know, and she chose not to. Yeah, you know, I mean, so I and I I'm not defending her. I'm just saying I, I don't know how you can support him being a woman. Whatever your view is on Hillary is different. I'm talking specifically yeah. about the women that are supporting Trump. I don't think it wait, is different. Wait, 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 I think history has shown that she was vicious in putting down these women but and stomping out these scandals. It, 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 it's a whole other way to look at it. Because I've worked in a rough trade all my life, right? Okay. And boys will be boys. And, and 
And if, that and, goes and, back to wait, wait, wait. No, no, listen. Because boys will oh be boys. No. Now, I, now, let me ask you something. Do you ever hear women talk about their con sexual conquest? Uh, no. I'm going to tell you, we but had there, that conversation. Are, but there are. But none of the women I know would. And I wouldn't be okay with women I knew doing that either. I don't think it's okay. But do you think to, that guys don't do it? I, I'm not defending Donald. I think it's horrific to guys don't do that. Sexual assaults. Talk about it's, their sexual conquest or their desire for another woman. I think it's a little bit different talking about your desire for another woman and actually talking about assaulting her. There's a difference to that, and I—it's a very fine line. But somebody that's running for president, I—you should. That's. And he's even said, it's a good thing I'm not running for president. Well, and now all this bullshit's coming out. Yeah, but exactly. Because this is something that he didn't even know he's being recorded as usual. Um, no, he did know. Or did know. But he anyways, did know. It, it, it is, was a it hot is, mic and he knew it. It is, it is, it is locker room <laughs> talk. And they're sitting there bantering with each other. And I'm sorry. This, this is part of my problem. Everything t gets taken and blown into this catastrophic thing that... The sky is falling, and Donald Trump's going to run around on all fours chasing women like a dog. Dave, I just I love I, you. I, I, know, I love but you. I, I cannot. But that is a '50s mentality, right there. But it's true. But it's, it's but still that's in not today's okay. world. It's still true. I still right. I, I still don't get why it's uh, okay for Bill Clinton. Then we all turn our head and nod and kind of wink and think. No, I don't. I didn't turn my head. So I didn't think that was okay either. And the fact Our, that she would stay with him and not can you know not well crack down. On I her. can't say what a wife should do with her marriage. I, I can't say that I wouldn't tolerate a, tolerate a rape accusation for. I wouldn't either. Well, my wife would have done to me. <laughs> I would not either. Although, but at the same time. I wasn't the first lady in the White House when that happened. It just shows so, a lot of to get, get back to the question, <laughs> are the Republicans backing away from Donald from a women's rights issue or from something more Machiavellian? Mm. I think this was the nail in the coffin. I think they wanted a good reason to do it, uh -huh. and now they have it. I think that they were trying to, and he kept somewhat through the whole... Huh. Um, I kind of the agree election with that, process actually. that they were they kept trying to pull away and he would say something and they they would all come back together. Right. Well, you want, I, I mean you want fair and square. I mean it's hard to mm -hmm. if you have a primary system and you win the primary. At least yeah. one thing I will say for the Republicans, and I'm not defending Republicans here, I'm not voting for Trump. There's no chance in hell. I think he's crazy and I don't want him near a nuclear bomb. But having said that, if you have an established system of how you do things mm -hmm. at least the republicans did follow it and they ended up with a shitty candidate whereas the democrats admitted to cheating had to get rid of the head of the dnc replace her with somebody else and they have emails going yep we cheated and rigged the system for hillary yeah i mean that's no good <coughs> i think this is very strategic on their part uh, you, on the republicans yeah if you look back at history uh well first of all I'll start off with donald has positioned himself as the law and order candidate right and if you look back at history, uh, that whole tough on crime, law and order thing was a stratagem by the Republicans to win over the Southern white vote. Mm -hmm. Well, now they already have the Southern white vote, right? And so the Republicans are, like, they've been, if you look at their rhetoric over the last eight years, they've been trying to shimmy back towards the center 
on the whole crime thing because it's alienating the fastest growing voting blocks in America, the Latinos and the African Americans. Mm -hmm. And so now here comes Donald who won the primary fair and square and is completely fucking this up for them. And so I see it for them. If you look, look at it from Paul Ryan's shoes, yeah, we got a choice. We can either accept Hillary Clinton for, for four years and have a chance still at winning some of the African American and Latino vote in the future. Or maintaining Congress. Right. Right, or maintaining Congress. Yeah, or or we can, you know, yeah. throw throw our bones behind Donald and basically bet the future on the present. I or mortgage the future for yeah, the president. Yeah, I don't think anybody's behind Donald at all. I think this is probably the greatest thing that happened to Republicans. <laughs> I mean, for, for, for this reason, and I think this is a legitimate reason. For the last eight years, they have been a very splintered party yeah. between your more moderate, you know, the Walmart uh, guys Republicans and the Wall your freaking Tea Party. Yeah, this, <laughs> and I think this is the Walmart, Walmart Tea Party. Yeah, but you know what? That was a perfect analogy. Wow. That was a perfect analogy. Yeah, sure. And now I think you're finding the Democrat Party become a little more split than the Republican yep. Party. Which yeah, is kind it, of interesting. It really has. It's become. flipping. I mean, Democrats under 29 years old are fleeing the party right and left because they want to vote third party. Yeah. yeah. So, well, and they said last Gary night. Johnson. If it hadn't been for that video, if it had not been for that video, I think Trump all this very easily could have won this election. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think he still can. Well, I don't think there's any chance of that. I, I think he still can. I think it, it I wouldn't. Yeah, I was, I was, was really nervous. I was nervous night. until this shit. To the video. <laughs> I was like, eh, some of my bitch might squeeze in there. Seeing how many people were still defending him, mm -hmm. I would not be surprised if he wins. Yeah, he was tied in a lot of battleground states and now he's down by 10 points. I think, I think those are just the loudest people. I mean, I, do, I agree with No, you. I mean, it it's wasn't, like, even on, even on social media last night, everybody was reporting that based on social media, he won the debate. I don't think any other credible news source had that story. They out all of them did. CNN reported it. Well, CNN said so that she won fifty-seven percent to thirty-nine percent. Back that was. I'm talking about based on they polled social media and the people that they polled on social yeah. media. Yeah, uh, that's just an know. organized campaign of people who are sitting there, you know, jacking <laughs> off on Facebook. I mean, you know, big deal. But I think that it's the ones who go to the polls. And in fact, if you think about the kind of the Facebook, Twitter, social media people. I guarantee you half of them aren't registered to vote. So it doesn't matter what their opinions are. They're not going to the polls. Well, and I know we talk about it. I mean, I hope you guys know I'm not mad at any of you for your opinion. It's just very distressing to me that... Women... Look, I find it disgusting mm -hmm. what, he, what he said. You know, I, I, and in fact, that is one major reason I would never vote for him because I think he's crazy and just a little unhinged. But I equally despise the fact that if you're going to condemn somebody... For saying something, you sure as shit better condemn somebody for actually knowing that we we know you did it. Mm -hmm. Right. And right, I haven't right. heard that. You, you know, it's even more sad than than you know Donald's statement and the the, uh, the backlash. It, if you look back at all his public statements, the dude took out a full page ad in, New York, in the uh, Wall Street Journal or was it the New York Times? I forget which. But uh, it was an open letter to the government in the early '80s, calling. Uh, for the re reinstatement of capital punishment for rape in response to three 15-year-old kids who were falsely, later found falsely convicted <laughs> of rape. Like, this guy was 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 clamoring for these three poor kids from, from Harlem to be hung. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody remembers that. Yeah. 
What's that in the eighties? Yeah. Those three yeah, kids yeah. from Harlem remember it. Yeah. <laughs> damn right. Well, it's, uh, I, I, I'm at it's like a point crazy. where he I is. think we really need a serious third party. Hmm. No, I've I've, and, I've been there. And I will call it. I will call it, and I'm sure they'll come to. But I tell that. you. But basically, a socialist conservative party. Yeah, we need a. So we that need has a, a basic social premise of, of taking care of our own, and with with a proper amount of tax money. But yet have conservative principles where government just doesn't take off and run rampant. We call them Democrats before the sixties. Uh, <laughs> you know, we could call you. Like you could call them Reagan Democrats. You can call them a lot of different things. But but there's, I I think what I really think and what I've really learned by talking to a lot of people during this election, is that most everybody somewhere towards the center, they're they're tired of this crap. Mm -hmm. They're tired of both parties. Hillary lies her ass off. I mean, you can't, there's no way you can deny that she lies her ass off. She's lied about so many things, not even funny. Trump's a buffoon. Yep. I mean, he's just a stumbling buffoon. He just, like, he wants to lose this election. And he, well, you know, uh, I, I've said, remember, we had this conversation before, Chris. I've said, I don't think he ever wanted to win this I don't this think election. he does either. I, I think he got in time. thinking he would get knocked out. Third or fourth round. Get some free publicity. Yeah, get some free publicity, <laughs> go back to the apprentice. And and oh shit, I'm the last man standing. Well, <laughs> he picked the wrong time to decide to Yeah, not I honestly think he just wanted to win. And yeah. then he didn't want to do shit after that. I mean yeah. he, he, he would have No, I mean, yeah, no, that, that, that's that's a very strong it's an ego thing to win. And he already made a deal with his vice president that he could just run the government if he wanted to. <laughs> you know, right. Like, like, you can run, run the foreign policy, domestic. I was like, wait. That would explain why kids kind of like reminds me of me yet. running yeah. for student body president. I just wanted to win. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. then you just kick back and have well, it. I just want to chop him up in the cafeteria. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting because you have to almost assume that Hillary's going to win the election now. Right. And, they, and they are the machine. That's what Vegas is saying. They are really, really the machine. They, they are the exuberant. Why don't we better that? Uh, because of, I don't know that. Wait a minute, Dave wasn't done. Oh, sorry. They, they are the machine. The Clintons are the machine. They're, they're, they're the definition of exuberance of government. I mean, they, they, they got every all the donors. They've gone from different yeah. countries and got all their money. I mean, it's the machine. Yeah. And so, will the public tolerate after another after four years of this machine? Because they probably know how to govern much better than Trump does. I mean, you, yeah. you can't well, deny yeah. that because they yeah. they've been in the system. But will they tolerate the machine? They invented, or will they get tired of the machine? No. Well, it, they it, invented the method of triangulation. They actually govern from the center most of the time. They just want to be popular and go whichever way the wind's blowing. Yeah. Uh, and I think with a Republican Congress, which I think you'll probably keep, keep. Uh, yeah. it would be hard for her to get a lot done. Hey, gridlock's good for business. business. And I love so, that. Hey, I told you I have nothing done. You two have I, both I mean, said that in different ways. I actually ways. like to have <laughs> you, you just haven't heard. A He's president of one party and the Congress of the other. I like when yeah, nothing gets done. Yeah. Bob I mean, Dole and Tip O'Neill. I mean, yeah. that's what you need. I mean, God, I miss Tip O'Neill. Checks. And I mean, he was a Democrat. He was great. So, but he Bob was a Dole. Southie. That guy was one badass dude. He could turn around and make. He had three things he could always get. I got to get something for this party over here. I got to get something for my party. And then I got to get something for the constituent. Yeah. So these are three things I got to put together. 
Mm. All right, and we're going to do this, and he get in there and pound out that deal and make it happen. Yeah. Tip O'Neill was an awesome dude, and a lot of people gave him some crap because he was a Democrat, but he was no, the no, best. He and Bob Dole were great. Yeah, they knew how to really how to drive that. And they got a right, lot right. of stuff yeah. done. Did, did you guys ever hear a story about uh, right after Jimmy Carter was elected, he had Tip O'Neill, the speaker, over for, for breakfast the day after the inauguration, and Jimmy Carter served black coffee and sugar cookies. And Tip O'Neill looked at the tray, and he looked at uh, Jimmy Carter, and he said, Mr. President, we won the election. Where's the bacon? <laughs> where's, where's, the, where's the brandy? Where's the bacon? Where's the bacon? <laughs> we, we, won. Brandy too. <laughs> we, we, we won this yeah. one. <laughs> so they were saying last night, too, that the undecideds, like, you know, they really, I think, thought this debate may help people decide one way or another. And they said basically what this debate did was ma decide for the undecided that they were not going to be voting this election. Uh, that's true. I think you're going to see record low voter turnout. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah this is going to be a really interesting election. Uh, oh, speaking of, on the other side, uh, we, you know, we talked about Trump and, 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 and the foibles <laughs> going on, him and the uh, Republican side. Mm -hmm. But uh, foibles. I'm, uh, yeah, foibles. Uh, the follies. <laughs> I'm, uh, the follies and foibles. I am getting really close to being really fucking tired of WikiLeaks. Mm. I, I'm, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. It's not as if they have not exposed things that the American public shouldn't should know or shouldn't know. Or, but, you know, I'm like, at some point, I wonder what gives you the right to to do this and uh, continually do this and get away with it and uh, you know and and stay your ass in non extradition countries <laughs> so you don't get prosecuted for it. You know it's it's you know it, and I, and I say that because you know they uh, they did another release of uh, of more. Uh, more emails uh, from uh, from Hillary and uh, excerpts of her speeches that um, she had been paid. The, the Wall Street speeches. Yeah, the Wall Street yeah. speeches. And uh, I guess the one thing that everybody's kind of been uh, clamoring onto was in one of the speeches she mentioned that there there is a legitimate reason to have a um, a policy position and a personal position. And and so people were like, well, isn't that being two faced? Her explanation yesterday was horrible. It you was know, horrible. you know what? Her explanation was bad. I'll give you that. But I fully understand why. For example, she compared herself to Abraham Lincoln. Well, well that's what I said. Her explanation was horrible. <laughs> that's <was> ridiculous. Horrible. <laughs> she, Most uh, of them are. Oh but God. I will say this. I fully understand why you have a personal and a policy position that may be different. What I think personally means little when the governing of the entire nation is at stake because let's, uh, I don't have an opinion one way or another, but let's say I don't like uh, gay people. And from a policy standpoint, they're really that shouldn't mean shit. Like my personal opinion about it. It's is it legal 
to do this or to do that. It depends on how white people elected you. Did they elect you based on the principles that you espouse that you were going to defend and were those principles honest or were they not? Or are you one of those people who believes I have to do what's right for my constituency regardless of my own personal belief? Yeah. And and I think that's where a lot of people are in trouble. It's, it's a huge philosophical argument. Yeah. One reason democracy kind of sucks a little bit, to be perfectly honest, mm. yeah. is well, it, it, it can go both ways. In fact, Socrates said it was the worst form of government of all time. And at times he's right. You yeah. know, like the will of the people just blows in the wind. Yeah, 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 yeah. It changes constantly. It changes constantly. So it's not based on right and wrong. So it's just a matter yeah. of what people are thinking and I mean, when they reelect it. You know, and I think, well, and I actually have had this conversation with Lane before. I think it doesn't bother me personally uh, because I'm from Chicago. And well, as yeah. you and as you know. Politics in Chicago is daily machine was the daily (laughs) machine, and And that's like the Clinton machine. They're very similar. So I'm so used to machine politics, and knowing the machine actually can get shit done, because I've seen it happen all my life in Chicago. But if the machine's broken or the machine is too corrupt, is too corrupt. Uh, it can destroy everything in its path, and that's so. But you know, I don't. I, I guess my issue is I've never had an issue with the machine because of where I'm from. <laughs> I think if I was born somewhere else and and grew up with a different kind of form of local government, uh, it probably wouldn't. It probably would really bother me. I think this city is a classic example of a city that overreacted so massively to one crime machine, which actually got a lot of stuff done. I mean, in fact, the buildings that we're sitting in, sitting in now right. were all built by Pendergast. And yeah. Once 1940 hit and, and they, he got out of jail but couldn't practice politics anymore and the uh, Democratic machine went down, you know, the yeah. city went to shit. We've made nothing but bad decisions since then. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of them were effects of the time. People want to move suburbs, those kinds of things. But a lot of them were... No, they didn't enforce keeping up a basic infrastructure. There was a million things that went wrong. Yeah. And now you have a city that's, you know, seen its heyday. We were a number 12 city in the United States, and now we're number 31. 31. So, I mean, it's sad. We have a garment district museum in one of our buildings, and the people that run that were actually alive... And when this was still the garment district, with Nellie Don and all those, and they taught, they've. I mean, it's very interesting to sit and listen to them. You know, they've had lunches with us for them. You know, and that was when the downtown airport was the only airport. I flew into downtown airport as a kid. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and how much different and how just great the city was then. You know, I mean, it. Yes. There probably was a lot of death, a lot of things that people don't like to think about, but it was prospering. You know, you know what's always, it's always funny. The music scene was outstanding. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know what's always funny to me is, you know, uh, is um, history tends to remember the good times and the complete tragedy. Best and worst of times. Yeah, but they don't. But but all the you know day to day. The average Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, the day to day shit. They just don't remember. Isn't that how it started? Best of times. Oh, worst, worst of times. Grapes of wrath, right? Uh, Charles Dickens. Tales of Tales. Oh, okay. Tales of Tales. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I just I always think about that because uh, 
I've read you know, so many of them. You know, I think about cut me off. I, uh, no, me. He's telling uh, me cut me off. I think about. Uh, I knew Kansas it was City. some novel that well, I had to read in high school. <laughs> yeah, I think about Kansas City and St. Louis. Well, Bob, you lived down there. Gary, right? Indiana. Sure. I think about some of these cities that had uh, tremendous heydays, and now they're just shells of themselves. And you know, look at well, Detroit. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, about, yeah, I'm yeah Detroit, look at Cleveland. Detroit. Yeah. I'm curious about Brian's opinion, though, because Brian's living downtown now. Mm-hmm. He's young. You're seeing the resurgence of what this area is. Do you feel you're living in a city that's really on a strong upturn, or you feel they're still kind of staggering around even though they're trying to get Keep things Keep sly as the mayor. <laughs> well, the city, I mean, the city's relatively new to me anyway because I grew up in a small town. Um, but, you know, all the shops are closed at, like, 6 o'clock. Uh, and that makes it a little tough to think I can go outside and do something. I'm used to at least a college town anyway. Um, you know, I visited Chicago recently for the first time, and ah, yeah. that was a very different world. Yes. Now, downtown closes early. Yeah, exactly. They close down at like 7 o'clock. That's what I the West But yeah, there's yeah. so yeah. much yeah. more to do. Restaurants and bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 7 or 8. Mm-hmm. Actually, downtown is shut down, but the rest of the city is humming. Out through the West Loop, I mean, there's no oh, yeah. going on. Absolutely. The restaurants and bars kick ass, but there's no place to buy I think, clothes or anything I think like that. that's what we've talked about, too, though. It There's nothing for... You can't even go to a store and buy things for your apartment down here. And they're building so many apartments down here. And there's no... You have to go to a suburb to shop. Well, that was going to be my next point. Or the so, plaza. You know, or there, you could buy craft furniture or <coughs> do any of those Amazon. things. There's a ton of stores. <laughs> yeah, and I think the world has changed. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. And yeah. Ikea is just down the road. Is this true? Oh, my God. But that's still Unbearable a suburb. crap to me. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that's still a suburb. Yeah, that's um, emissions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they are building, probably overbuilding all these lofts and everything. But it's, I mean, we're getting a lot more people down and they're spending more time outside. One thing that they are doing, though, is they're starting to do, um, I don't remember the official term for it. You guys might know. It's like the building may have tenants and offices. Yeah. And department store type things or yeah. food or whatever so instead of instead of saying this building is going to be apartments they're doing multiple use for it which is weird because there's a 98 percent occupancy rate and you'd make a killing if you just kept building apartments <laughs> i mean you could build forever down here and people would still come they would come they would come i mean it, it's actually kind of cool you know a lot of these buildings are so old and it's the only thing you can do with them is turn them into lofts well most of them are on the historic registry so that is all you you can't change the outside of them at all yeah the facade has to stay but a lot mm-hmm. of them you could actually rehab fairly nicely mm-hmm. the one in 20th of maine that's across from the Riga, that was the old hotel midwest that empty lot that's not going to be a hotel and apartment that wraps around mm-hmm. with a uh, restaurant or right and bar right on that corner. Yeah, that'll be nice. awesome. So the Savoy nice. over here, they're going to turn the Savoy's around. Savoy's there, they're going to. Well, and it had, the Savoy actually had apartments above it. Yeah. Still. I can't until it caught on fire. Shades, they have to stay the same color. Oh, I wow. Can't put you can't put it in the window. Oh. Nope. I didn't know that. You know yeah. why? You, you, you paint the inside and they'll never know. I'm sure, you're, I'm sure your mom. Just say. I'm sure your mom is upset about that. Uh, very. <laughs> Did she, you just find that out? She, uh, you know, she's called me three times this week to go downstairs and ask them if I can hang curtains oh. inside the apartment. 
And I refuse to go do that. All right, all right, I'm gonna go ask if they'll hang my curtains for me. <laughs> well, the problem is, the problem you is, hang my curtains. The problem for me? is, you can hang the curtains probably, but then you have to restore the place back to the way you found it. On the inside, you can do anything you want. On the yeah. facade, you can't do anything. But well, his I'll, building I'll have, isn't historic. I'll have to pay for any. If they consider it damage, even if it's no, well, that's every part. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. well, yeah, that's yeah. that's universal. That's but yeah. that's not being back to your WikiLeaks question. Yes, the, I'm tired of WikiLeaks because we've had this conversation. We've talked about it this morning. Yes, I feel like if you're really doing what they say they're doing and informing the public, yes, then why are you slowly releasing information? Mm-hmm. If you have it, release it. I think that there's still some like it's not fully like oh you're just such this good this good yeah. entity and maybe they're playing they're playing so to, to use lines they're playing the game a little clandestine but of course why wouldn't yeah. you if you're trying to promote your point of view and your view of the world and what is their point of view though I, I mean they're living in a country that they really don't have any rights to say what we do over here oh well, they, whatever we do did. here affects <laughs> literally the, the entire, entire world right. and I. You know. Well, then I would think they would not want Donald Trump in office, and that's what they're trying to do, basically. Yeah. yeah they just want to stir the pot. Yeah, they do. You know what? It, WikiLeaks does kind of remind me of uh, In the Dark Knight when, uh, when, they, uh, when uh, they're talking about the Joker, and he, and, 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 and he was like, you know, well, what did you do? Uh, Batman was asking Alfred... What did you do to catch that bandit that was out in the forest stealing jewels? And uh, he said, eventually we just had to burn the whole forest down. <laughs> it was just like, because some men just want to see it all burn. Mm-hmm. And like, and I, and that's kind of how I'm beginning to feel about WikiLeaks. Right. Like they kind of just want to see the whole structure crumble, mm-hmm. which you know, and Didn't uh, I, about- and I, I, and me personally, just you know, me personally being. Uh, a, a black American male, uh, I'm a little afraid of anarchy because <laughs> I don't think Why? that that's going to end well for me. Uh, you know, it's kind of like we it were watching... Any, a, it won't do any good for us. <laughs> like we, yeah, we were it watching this new show, Timeless, yeah. and uh, the guy who, had, who uh, pilots the time machine is a black guy, and he's like, look, I don't want to do that. And they were like, but you, you need to do it. You need to do it. And he was like, look... Um, we're going back in American history. There's literally no time that's going to be great for me. So, like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. And so, it's, it was just really... And that's kind of how I feel about anarchy. And, uh, well, there, I actually think there's a different side of that, which is I think you will see Americans kind of unite around it if it gets a little too far. I have a feeling, my own humble feeling, and not even going to ask Lane because he probably knows a hell of a lot more about it than I do, but I would say... It feels slightly more organized than it is giving the impression of being. Yes. And I think you're starting to see the same players supporting all these different groups, and it's a little bit more concentrated than that. People mm-hmm. say it's everything's fractional right now. I think it's far less fractional than people ever want to well, believe it you, is. Well, you hear what the media wants you to hear. No, I think they're controlling people, most yeah. of these things and funding mm-hmm. them and organizing them. I think we get along a lot better than they, than they think we do. They think uh, we do. I think... I think there's more Absolutely. decent people in this world than than I mean, anyone gives us credit. I mean, for. don't don't get me in wrong. In the United States, you know, don't about get me the rest wrong. Of the world. I know that there are shitty people. I know that racism is real and it exists and all of that. 
But I will say small that I think that Smaller, I think anyway. I think that that you know, like mm -hmm. you were saying, I think uh, as as these fractions shrink, mm -hmm. they get louder and louder because they know they're shrinking. You know, and um, I don't think they're shrinking at all. I think they're very well organized, far more organized and interconnected than people think they are. And I don't think they're shrinking in the slightest. And it'll be interesting to see what the next major 2001 type event is going to be. And mm -hmm. if you remember, the country was 98% united when that happened. This is true. You know, and I think it's it's something like that. that Everybody is to a fire purpose. Bad, bad it was America. the war, the, the prolonged war that caused the fraction. The 98% of American public who supported it who then mm -hmm. turned their back on it like we always do as Americans, yeah. which is... Yeah, well, it's like. <clears throat> is that how. Did they do that with Vietnam? Like, we always yeah. hear about all Vietnam the protests. Vietnam was exceptionally popular up until we lost the Tet Offense, and we didn't even lose the Tet Offense that we actually won. And then beyond that, if people, what people never, ever want to think about is they go, World War, World War II, greatest generation of all time, blah, 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 blah. In fact, almost 50% of Americans in 1943 wanted to sue for peace at any cost with Germany. They just wanted out of war. You know, so yeah, it's not that's not as great as I think most people remember. I mean, it's not just all rosy colored glasses. Like, in fact, you had Charles Lindbergh leading the charge, one of the biggest a holes of all time. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a horrible, horrible person, and is regarded as a national hero in some centers. I'm like, nah, Lane's you're a complete like jackass. Having bad <laughs> memories right there, it looked like. But you studied this. You, I know you yeah. did. I mean, it's well, you would have had to, wouldn't you? Yeah. So it's it's. I mean, I'm not saying anything <laughs> wrong about it. Is that that was exactly how it went down. All I know is horrendous. When I'm out in public or, or any place, it doesn't matter what race of person I talk to, I can strike a conversation with most of them. And if I can get them talking to me, we're generally having a laugh before. Oh, we. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and those, generally. those barriers yeah. come down real fast. Yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden we find there's common ground. We got something going yeah. on. There's always something to talk about. Yeah. There's always something we're going to disagree about. Yeah, I mean, I've said but it But we before. can sit there and have a conversation <coughs> with anybody if, if you just reach out and talk to people. Yeah, I definitely have said it before. I really do believe that most people want the same things. How we plan to go about getting them, that's where we differ. You know, I think everybody wants, you know, a job with a decent wage, and they want a safe community for their families, and they want, you know, I think... There's certain things everybody wants, but, you know, but how we view getting them may be different. But, like you say, one-on-one, -on -one, you can say, yeah, I can say that with just about anybody. In some ways. Yeah. Just about mm -hmm. anybody. I, I can, I don't know if I could, because, I mean, I, well, you saw that whole argument with that guy that told me I was oh, low-informed. Yeah, the Facebook guy, yeah, that was pretty funny. There was a guy, a friend of hers. No, my cousin. Oh, excuse but me. But I, I, I am okay having conversations and disagreeing with people in this room. I don't know if I would fan that out too much further. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've said this a million times on the show, and I truly believe it. I find the biggest problem with this country is that you can't talk about race without being racist. Yeah, and, uh, and I think there's an enormous difference. I think there are all kinds of things that are... Legitimate problems all the way across the board, mm -hmm. uh, and you can discuss them without being racist or homophobic or anything else. There's there's just things to talk about, and as soon as one thing comes up that somebody doesn't like, you immediately go to the lowest common denominator and 
quickly, then it's done. Then it's, it, and it's it just sucks. sad to me that, I mean, like this conversation, um, they posted something about, I'm, I'm more okay with what Trump says than what Hillary has done. And I said, all I said was, what has been proven? It was not like, you're stupid, you know, it was a simple question. And it immediately went into your heads in the sand. You, you know, you don't, you're a low informed person. And I was like, look, I asked a legitimate question of you. What has been proven? And if you can't defend your candidate without insulting me, when I've said nothing that made them think I was for Hillary or against Trump, then you have a problem. Well, I had the, so same, argue, I had the same argument with D.W., my best friend, mm -hmm. who has been uh, Hillary. She voted for Hillary in 2008. Mm -hmm. I mean, he goes way back with Hillary. <coughs> I did too, actually. And <laughs> so... Get out. You know... <laughs> Go away. We, we, we got into it pretty good. And we ended up laughing at the end, which we always do. Because we were getting way too intense. Then I said, well, well how many people she killed off? Mm. And he went dead silent. So I knew I pissed him off at that point. That's why I was able to just start laughing. Right, right, right. smiling. Yeah, you know, I just started laughing at that well, point. But because, you know, because I had to end it because we, we, we tend, and, and, and you know DW well enough now, know a little bit of what I'm talking about. We tend to, we aren't afraid to argue politics. Yeah. But the bottom line is we're still brothers. Yeah, well, well think, and I think that's and, good, and we, and, but you don't But if you don't have a response, your first reaction shouldn't be to insult the person you're talking to. Like, to me, yeah. it's like, you well, know, I, and as soon as I called him on that, he was like, oh, I'm not trying to insult you. And then he insulted me this again. Is 20 minutes, <laughs> this is 20 minutes into the argument, you're so right, right, right. we have to find our ways out, yeah. and yeah. that's what D.W. and I do. One yeah. piece yeah. of that is you, you can't have those conversations not in. I would agree. So yeah, I was, media, I right was actually replying to my cousin, <coughs> who I know, but, but somebody else decided that they needed to be involved. And I said, since this is not my post, I'm stopping this conversation. If you would like to continue it, you can message me. And then he continued to insult yeah, me. So I was like, you know what? I'm done. I agree with Brian. <coughs> You've got to be having that conversation, either in person or on the phone. Yeah. Then don't post it on Facebook. But you for can't post to it on Facebook. To. I think that's totally wrong. Yeah, I agree. With you. I wouldn't reply. I would not even. There's things I've seen on there and that would just piss me off. And oh no no no! I, will not I actually stopped following somebody last night because of the stupidity that they were well, posting. And I'm not talking about just and politics. I'm talking about anything that someone might. Post. Yeah no no that's I will, what, yeah. But I I will not have a conversation about any of that stuff because first of all maybe they're joking maybe they are because maybe I find it funny and I could comment on it and they were actually serious and then suddenly I've pissed them off and it's unless you can kind of see how they're taking it whatever you write they're going to project how they're feeling and put that tone across whatever you say well, well and my my I guess my point was I was talking to my cousin and somebody else felt the need to talk to me so so my point is yeah. about Facebook mm -hmm. though with this <laughs> is that it's not a one-on-one -on -one conversation right yes. over this is that true? Now, I'm not any good at Facebook, so I don't, I don't do it my wife. I'm better. sorry, I missed your question. Okay. On Facebook, it's not a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Um, it, 
I guess there's a little bit of etiquette with in. it. Like, if you put somebody's name into the comment, that you kind of know still, that you're, yes, they can read it. But everybody's still right there listening to it. Yeah, this is yeah, true. Yeah, they, yeah. Anybody and can then, read it. It's more that's, that's, that's totally yeah. uncool because, because you're putting your opinion out there. You're also turning around and exposing yourself, in my opinion, to employers or people that yeah. can see what your opinion is that may not have your opinion. I don't think it's any other effing business. So it could be employers, but it could also be right people that report to you. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, and I think and then it becomes their business. I think that's entirely a bad idea. I think if you want to have a opposite, there's two things DW and I have always done. Sometimes we, we have to email each other. Because I see something on Facebook and I go, what the hell did you post that for? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, my wife shows me. Because I don't look at it. My wife has to show me all of it. I'm going to email him and go, wait a minute, what the hell was that? And then, and then I know he's going to call me. And then we can have our conversation about what the hell was that. Right, right, right. As someone who, who's also friends with DW on Facebook, I think it's funny that you do that. Because I've seen some of the things he posts and wonder what your opinion was of it. Just kind of like <laughs> there, sitting there, back. There, it's not good. My, I we, guess we will have our arguments. My thing, though, is um, I'm... I'm very tolerant of other people's opinions, and I can just as easily, instead of arguing with you, because you have the right to your opinion. I've never had I you can, argue with me before. You don't have I can, the right to a stupid um, opinion. You, really you know don't. what? I mean, it may be stupid to you or me. It's difficult for me to It may be stupid to you or me, but it's not stupid to them. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so, not you don't have the right to be factually incorrect. You don't have the right to say something stupid. But you know what? I, I'm not going to... Tell somebody you're stupid. I'm not arguing I, illegal. I, I'm arguing just. I, I am. <laughs> My thing is, I, I can just as easily unfollow you just, or unfriend you if if I, I don't like it. I don't have to argue with somebody. I'll tell you what's funny is, about this country is a low informed is voter. We advocate <laughs> discourse all the time and talking and starting. As long as they don't argue with you, they don't disagree with you. Not you, you, you just. No, I think that's one of the one of the biggest hypocritical things about this country is everybody goes. Every time something happens, a cop shoots a kid, blah, 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 whatever the case is, the first thing people say is, it's time to start a national conversation. Let's get a national conversation going right now, blah, blah, blah. And in fact, nobody really wants to talk about this shit because it just yeah. ends up in fights. Generally, you don't know what you're talking about because you don't have the facts and the figures. But nobody is sure what all the facts and figures are. You know, it's just when somebody's blatantly wrong, I'm like, okay, that's, that was pretty I was stupid. watching PolitiFacts right, last but, night and it was just blowing up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, on the campaign, before we get all the way off of that, yeah. I did like the last question. Which was, which, which was, was, hey, you know, basically, say something do, nice do either of you like you anything about the other anything person? Anything about the other person? <laughs> you know what I don't like? Because I wish you just would have said no. Actually, I'm, just, honest, I'm, I'm truly disgusted you're gonna be by honest, him as a human being, and she is. I don't like you, you don't like me. So, yeah, I mean, so, and I think that goes back to people are tired of negative campaigning because yeah. it starts with them and it just trickles down. This to country is built on negative. Well, they both kind of laughed. It's been that way mm -hmm. since literally the yeah. first one. I'm sure it was very yeah, nice. It's going to go on. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, we have, <laughs> we have that spent, was enlightening. That yeah. was in a lot of different places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we we have spent way more time on that particular topic than I thought we were going to, and that's okay. Uh, but um, I do want to get to the uh, next topic that I had. 
which was uh, Pimp Down. Pimp Down. The CEO of uh, Backpage uh, uh, was arrested and charged himself with pimping. I'm no. sorry, what is Backpage? So what, I, but yeah, Rio, you got to get some that. definitions okay, for, so, for us far outers there. So Backpage basically is a service that allows... It's like Craigslist. Yeah, it's Craig. Oh, it, well, it's Craigslist for it's Craigslist. It's Craigslist for hookers. Basically. What's bent? Oh, it's a bottle list for hookers. Basically, yeah. Craigslist for hookers. <laughs> what backpage? That's not entirely <laughs> true. They have other listings. Uh, they do have other listings, but the reason <laughs> of that what most, lane? Of I'm what? just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> the re, I mean, yeah, I, I suppose they do have like massage listings. Oh lord! <laughs> but yeah, with happy endings. <laughs> Hey, massages are good things. They are. As long as you don't have happy things. endings, they're all right. Yeah, so I uh, I saw that and I thought that you was... You could pretty, sell a desk on Backpage. Uh, I suppose that you could, but they would... Uh, you might want to sanitize but, but it. They would, they would, but they would assume that a hooker would deliver it. That's the problem. Shit. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem with Backpage. Uh, and, uh, why so, do they call it Backpage? I don't know why it's called Backpage, hmm. but I do know. Well, well, I, well I, it, it's on the back page. You don't I, need it. It's I, stuff that uh, most people aren't going to need to know about. Think yeah. of the page, think about yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's got yeah. like the dark yeah. internet, right. you know, it's yeah. a little bit See, back this is, there. this is me, like, I'm like, hookers, what? <laughs> <laughs> See, but really, yeah, he was charged on conspiracy to commit pimping. Yes. And actual felony pimping. Well, right. which, and, and, which, but, is, but, which is hilarious. But, but guys, felony. guys, 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 you have, there's two parts to a crime. You have to satisfy these two conditions to get a conviction. True. The actus reus, you need to prove the criminal act, criminal act happened, and the mens rea, the person did it with criminal intent. Right. Yes. Right? What I'm getting at is, did he directly accept money for some hooker to perform services? Well, and that's not, uh, always, that's not always the case. So you, again, so take, for example, killing somebody in a driving accident. No, no. There's, there's various levels. Sure. So, uh, it's, did, no, did what you did, no. was it so irresponsible that you should have known? Well, that, that's a betting. Example. That's a betting. Right, right, right. betting. What I'm getting at is he was charged with the actual act. His particular crime right. was he knew with full forethought. Right. No, that's his crime. So yeah, he's going to get pled down. He's going to, he'll, he'll be convicted of. Aiding and abetting right. and right. conspiracy to pimp. Right. Uh, and he'll do two years <laughs> in the California pen and he'll get out with more contacts. Wait, 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 wait. What are you in for? Pimping? Pimping. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> My man. I'm, I'm an old guy here and I was a single man. I was working in the oil field and I have a lot of money. So if you spend a lot of time offshore, like five, six weeks, and you're 21, 22 years old, it's a quick thing to come in and see the madam. True. And pick your lady, get your action, go out and drink. True enough. Now, I always never really had a problem with that myself. Now, Personally, I you just know, think they should legalize that. You know, if people are doing what they're going to do, that's their type of thing. You know, that's... I have trouble condemning him for pimping. Uh, yeah, like I'm not really. See, okay. Profession in the world. Well, first of all, it's the oldest profession in the world for a, re for, <laughs> for a reason. Exactly. Look, it, there, there, there's money for a service. Everybody knows what the fuck the service is. 
and she gives you a flat rate and says, hey, this is what it's going to cost you. Now, what bothers me isn't um, that there are, you know, hookers out there hooking. You better be a nice female Yeah, the hookers out there hooking because that's, that has always happened, you know. And, and what has happened is um, a lot of these, uh, a lot of the hookers don't need actual pimps anymore right. because of the Internet. Right. So they can say, "Hey, these are all my <laughs> these are all these are all my parameters of what I'm willing to do or not do, or where I'm willing to go or not go, and here's what I'm charging." And you, the person who's you know clicking on it, you know, I think you know you are more <laughs> at fault than the guy running the website. I will say that about a lot of dinners for a lot of ladies. I don't necessarily see where the line in the sand is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. guys, there's there's a really there's really good case law here, uh, and without getting into you know geeking out on it, the, the premise the premise of the case, it, not the premise, but the conclusion of the case, is that website publishers are not responsible for the content added by a third party. Except for they right. do have an obligation to remove it if they know that it's illegal. Right. Where's oh, he based out of? California. California. Oh, no, this, well, what this yeah. is, it's an attorney general from California trying to score political points because she's running for some. So it's a state offense or a federal offense? Uh, it's a state offense. If it's state, then it will, it will walk, you're right, on yeah. two years. If it's federal, it will not. No. So that would be a major problem. I mean, personally, look, I've, I've known some actual pimps. So, uh, to me, <laughs> this guy um, is not a pimp. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he's a dude who runs a website. Right. Like, he's I've, a, he's I've, an e pimp. Yeah, right. Look, e pimp. Yeah, right. He's e pimping, and that's a very, that's a very different thing. Because I've known dudes. Or would it be d pimp? You know, digital. Yeah, it's just pimp. Yeah, pimp. Ah, Steve Jobs. I pimp. I pimp. We've come up with another business. I pimp. Look. At the end of the day, I've known some real pimps, and 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 the real pimps are like, uh, like, 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 hey, bitch, get over yourself. It's a client in there. This dude runs a website, and yes, I think he definitely knew what types of ads are being ran on his site, and so therefore, uh, but it's why I'm surprised it's not a federal crime. Yeah, at that point, because that is interstate commerce, which would get you in a lot of trouble. Uh, that's the definition of a yeah. federal crime at that point, which I think makes it interesting. But do you think it's just... Unless the servers were all based in California and that's where the business is being run, that would be a completely different thing. The law of the internet is all screwed up. Like, yeah. where does a federal offense start? Where does a right, state right, offense right, start? Right. You know, who knows? Because so, you can access it all the world. You think it's because it's, he's based in California that it's just a state... I mean, not... Well, he's charged in like, the state. He's charged in the state. Yeah. Right. But, <laughs> but that's... that's Federal interstate commerce. If he's actually planning on doing that yeah. and taking the money, so. and they, yeah, and they have, the and they have. Uh, well, I mean, if they I'm not mistaken, they have shut back page down. But California is kind of a state, and you lived out there most most of your young life, in particular. Sure. It's kind of a live and let live state, right? Mm, it depends on which side you're on. I was saying, where do you say. live in California? In the valley, is it much more conservative? Yeah. And on the coast, is much more liberal, let and let right. live, right? Yeah. So it has that conundrum between the two of them, correct? Sure. And that's what it boils down to. 
No, you just you have a, a Democratic Senate candidate that's trying to pander to the Walmart Republicans to lock up her uh, her Senate seat. That's exactly what's going on here. The faster we marginalize the Walmart Republicans, the happier society's gonna be. <laughs> I really like that. People forget Walmart Prop 48. Yeah. I mean yeah. California voted constitutionally <laughs> to not allow gay marriage. Yeah. There are large swaths of California that are hyper-Republican, especially yep. when you get outside of the three very large cities, it is very, very red, you know, and it just happens to be the population centers for the Democrats, so, mm -hmm. interesting. You've got two minutes, a minute now. Interesting. Think of all the farmers. You get very the biggest food to go up, I mean, it gets very, very, Over very half the nation's produce is grown in the Central Valley of California, it's just, and what kills me is these same you know, red state, you know, red voters that are all up in arms about illegals. It's like, guys, your economy is going to come crashing down. You have to pay those illegals union wage. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. Let me ask you. A I mean, they like, build, they the do everything. Building houses. Think of how many farm subsidies they're getting right now. Yeah. I yeah, mean, they are. You don't. You're not going to vote against that. Let me ask you a question. I with, take with, it with the urban, this goes back to our political discussion, just, just for a curiosity question. Do you believe that the urbanization of America, that the urban centers now control the vote over the rural areas? No, not at all. Look no. at Missouri. Missouri is a classic example of a state that used to be very democratic and has recently switched in the last our, three elections. Our founding fathers addressed that problem by really <clears throat> assigning two seats per two Senate seats per state, right. and then basing congressional seats on the census. Yep. So that, you know, for that very reason, the rural areas will never be dominated by the, the urban area. And this was it Thomas just seems like we've seen argument. one more of it as, as we've gotten in the recent sure. elections. It's kind of interesting. I think you've seen that. So, sorry, Rio, I didn't mean no, to bounce see back. But, seen it go the other but way. after all that, that kind of, kind of you know, brought yeah. something in when you've we were talking about California. Up until 2004, Missouri was the bellwether state, had not incorrectly picked a president over 50 years. It was why we had all the political ads. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a major fight. You had two large urban areas on each side of the state, and in the middle was a bunch of farmers. And, you know, now it's fairly solidly red most of the time. Most of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is it has changed completely. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I think Kansas City and St. Louis may be fairly blue, but the rest of the state is super red. Super what about that? So red. take Kansas, super red state, which yeah. I think most people would agree, very Republican. Yeah. Uh, elected Sebelius twice in the last, what, 20 years? To yeah. uh, be governor. Yeah. Uh, they she thought was, she was the best. Canada. She's yeah. hardcore what? She's a hardcore Democrat. Hardcore Democrat. And in yeah. fact, she was in charge of implementing Obamacare. Like, she was that Democratic, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. You, you, you never know. She was that what? what is that Democrat. Well, I got to admit, in this election in Missouri, <coughs> I can't vote for Greens. I, I'm going to vote for Costa. Because I think Costa can get things done. Hmm. So, the, you, okay. you wouldn't think that of me, would you? No. No. Oh. No, but I will vote yeah. for Costa. Yeah, mine, mine, no. mine, mine, kind of blown. No, I'll just drop it. <laughs> <laughs> he has a better chance yeah, of government over getting it. It's just like Hillary and, and Trump. Of actually getting things done. Yeah. All right, which brings us to uh, I was going to, but we spent quite a bit of time talking about. Uh, about, well, yeah, uh, quite a bit of time talking about Donald and Hillary. So I'm actually going to skip the uh, the debate talk. Uh, 
and, uh, and we I'm gonna, do. That's well, and that's what I'm saying because it kind of tied into uh, some earlier stuff, and I'm gonna get to the I last. I did listen to that podcast, and it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was I got into a discussion. Yes, on a one-liner. What did most people think was the just the most fascinating part of the debate, real quick? Mm. Uh, for me, it was watching just the uh, just the, the the temperamental sways of the candidates. I mean, because you know, I think uh, I think Donald came out calm. He got agitated fast, and then it just went downhill on roller skates. It was just wow, and but. I will give Hillary, because I said this on the first debate, all she has to do is not really react to whatever the hell he's saying. Like, if she can just kind of smile through it, she might have this election. And uh, I think whoever her debate coaches are told her exactly that, because that's what she's basically been doing. Just smiling through it and like, oh, Donald, you know, because she's had control. <laughs> she's had control of herself for, yeah. for the most part. Well, yeah. Not only that, they used to be friends. Yeah, and one. <laughs> well, I think they probably still are. There may, in fact, that that, mm-hmm. that may be the whole play. Maybe. Maybe that that, that may be the Shakespeare. That may be the Shakespearean play mm-hmm. in the whole Maybe. thing. Yes. Yeah, what do you think, Lane? I don't know what to think. <laughs> I just it, it, in, a, in a country like ours, this is our choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all about that way. <laughs> Which I'm is exactly what I said. I'm like, this is the it's country ridiculous. we live in. This is where we are. This is who they're we get both to criminals and they're both clowns. I just can't get behind either. I think what fascinated me about the debate, and it was the first one too. Um, I don't remember. I honestly do not remember if Hillary did it, but I know Donald did both times, actually contradicted, you know, said that the moderators didn't say something that they, or asked something that they actually had already asked, and got mad at them for moderating. (laughs) (laughs) But I do have to admit, uh, Martha Raddatz, Raddatz, when she started trying, she almost started debating Trump, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, she got (laughs) radical. This is not okay. I did see that. She, she, she. She got a little bit out there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, you need to be a moderator and not a reporter. Exactly. What did you think was the most interesting part, Brian? Uh, 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 (laughs) I mean, it's, it's the same (laughs) <laughs> First of all, I felt like no one ever answered any of the questions. No, they didn't. At all. Which I guess you kind of come to expect. Um, but they did, again, that's why I really liked that last question, is because they both actually did answer it. Not, yeah. with, not with probably an honest answer, like you said, no, there's nothing I like about this person, which would have been pretty awesome, actually. Uh, but, you know, I thought Hillary, she came out and said, you know, I. Donald has uh, good kids, and I think that that's awesome. And then Donald's response to that was, oh, she's probably just... You know, that, she, she I don't know if that was supposed to be a compliment. Yeah, a compliment or an insult, and I didn't like that, because it was clearly a compliment. I mean, yeah. Not at all, and, and so it's just, you see that, and then uh, to me it just makes it, I'm tired of it, and 
To me, I just wanted to watch the debate so I can be excited that they're going to do the bad lip reading video again. Right. So I don't know if you saw that from the first one. Did, right. did you see the one they did where they were pushing each other? Did you no, see that? No. The first one, they were breathing fire on each other. That's fine. This one was... Yeah, of course. I'm just, but, you know, it's you, you have bad and worse is what I see up there. Yeah. Is there a moment that stuck with you? What's that? Is there a moment that stuck with you during the debate? I... <laughs> I can't get over to one, and as soon as I turned in from, from Sunday Night Football, to where she was banging on me about law and order, he said, yeah, you'd be in jail if I was president. And it just, it was right or wrong, it was a classic line that had to be said. Yeah, she said, what'd she say? I mean, she set herself up. I'm all about, being from the East Coast, you're all about waiting for the bada bing. Somebody sets themselves up, you jump on them. And, 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 you know, Trump is East Coast. He's New York. And you got to understand the bada bing. Because he bada binged her right there. I mean, I, um... she set him up, and boom, he hit her. And it was, it, 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 it was just a great line. I couldn't watch much of the debate. I just found it sickening. It, 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 it was just foul. Neither one of them are people that I can really handle. And I, I just can't bring myself to sit there and watch the thing through. My wife left the room. I, you know, I'm she just, I didn't have a, I got my wife her. back, though. I'm glad she left the room. At least she was in the house and I'm Florida. <laughs> I think a lot during, of during the hurricane. But, you know, it's just, jeez, it's so hard to watch these two idiots up there talking when they both have so major issues. What about you? I just can't. I can't wrap myself around them, and 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 I gotta admit, I I've been beating this around all day long. Can I? <coughs> can I vote? Yeah. I don't know that I can vote. That's really surprising to hear you vote. say I that. I can't vote for the Green candidate. I can't vote for Gary Johnson. You know, I kind of like him, especially after this weekend. And <laughs> you know, I don't know that I can vote. And I've always voted. Mm. And I really, really don't know that I can vote in good conscience. And that's a very disturbing thing to me. A very, very disturbing thing to me that I can pick a candidate and mm. go with them. And I have voted. I voted for Bill Clinton one time. You know, I, I, I am very much of a, probably an independent voter more than anything. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't think I can vote. Mm. And that what hurts about, me. That hurts me a lot. That's literally the exact same thing. It hurts, it, hurt, it hurts my heart for my country. Yeah. I've never in my life not voted since I've been able to vote, and I love politics more than anything. And I was, this is the first time in my life I have never wanted to see any of these people hold public office. I think she would sell the country for $10 to the Clinton Foundation, and he <laughs> would so. set off a nuclear bomb somewhere. <laughs> I just, I'm like, no. It's I, scary. I can't, it's I can't so unbelievable. So, so let me ask you guys this. Would you rather, ha would you have rather had the choice of having Obama in pre in office for another four years, or voting for these? Back. I'd take Clinton back in a second. I did a great job. He's a centrist president. The Bill Clinton, uh, yeah, for the yeah. most part, I thought he. And again, his entire strategy is exceptionally famous now. It was invented by Dick Morris. It's called triangulation. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's. Yeah, but I'd also love the popular position and went with it. Yeah. I'd also yeah. love to see Mitt Romney. I think Mitt Romney 
had the basic balance. And that's what it's all about. Uh, in life, in politics, in business, in love, it's all about balance. And this is what we're lacking here, is balance. And I think that Mitt Romney would have that balance. I really, really do. I really believe in the man. Because he has pulled these things off. He's done things. He has a proven track record of really doing things. And I can't believe that the Republican conservative evangelical arena said he's a Mormon, I'm not voting for him. And they didn't come out and vote. Yeah. And all they had to do was vote, and he was in. Sorry, I didn't mean to hijack. Uh, you're all right. You're all right. Uh, which actually brings us to uh, our last topic, which will end on something slightly lighter. Um, uh, and the last topic is, ladies and gentlemen, our new network, Netflix. <laughs> Good. Uh, somebody come over to my house and help me set it up. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> like, I, uh, I don't even have Netflix. I've been... Uh, I, need you. I need you, Brian. I need you. <laughs> I've been uh, steadily impressed in the last couple of years at uh, last three or four years really in, in the original original programming uh, for Netflix and, uh, and, and they're only uh, ramping it up I remember uh, years ago having this conversation with a guy and we were talking about how if cable networks could allow you to just pick what you wanted to watch, um, you know, how it would definitely, um, you know, I think people would gravitate toward it. And it seems like uh, Netflix has, to some degree, has figured that out. Um, but that's a federal law that prevents that. Yeah, no, and, and it is, but it's, uh, it's just interesting, um, you know, like we've we've been watching uh, a lot of the Marvel, um, you know, Marvel movies and stuff like that, and, and so Marvel started doing these Netflix series for um, for uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, now uh, Luke Cage. Um, uh, Lane texted me about Thirteenth, um, which is. Uh, you know, uh, kind of a doc about Thirteenth Amendment, and you know, it's actually actually kind of been something that's been kind of close to my heart for a while because, of course, Thirteenth Amendment, you know, uh, you know, was saying you know there can't be any slavery except with um, with convicted criminals, but because. Because of that, almost immediately, um, the rise in the arrest rate for uh, you know, African Americans, in particularly, um, has uh, you know, for example, currently we have more incarcerated people than we uh, ever had slaves, and that's. Uh, African American. A, yeah, and that's a and that's a really scary proposition to me uh, in in a lot of ways, and I don't want to get into that because really I think that's a whole podcast into itself. Yep. But um, but you know just the 
really what I wanted to talk about was the fact that, uh, you know, <coughs> none of the networks, you know, have been bringing this type of programming, um, you know, it really, not just stuff like 13th, but, you know, even, uh, you know, even a series like Luke Cage, you know, you know, there's never been, you know, the like, okay, the first uh, African-American superhero with his own comic was Luke Cage. And, uh, and the fact that Netflix has brought that series uh, to air, um, you know, I thought was really interesting. But, you know, we, I think we fell in love with the um, original programming from Netflix with, uh, probably with House of Cards. And, mm -hmm. you know, and just the... Uh, that kind of expose on American politics and um, so I kind of want to you know get the opinion of the other panel of of Netflix shows that you might like or you know any opinions that you had on what Netflix is doing I want I want Lane to explain because I get no Netflix my wife and I are very interested in it mm -hmm. I want yeah. Lane to explain 13 because he said he had a bone about it and I want to understand what 13's about. I, I, I have checked into different Netflix programmings. Yeah. Right. I understand there's some really cool stuff out there that they're doing, and it's cutting edge. What's 13? Well, it's, it's a historical documentary on the exploitation of the, uh, uh, it's called the Punishment Clause of the 13th Amendment, uh, which it, it states that you know, slavery is abolished in the United States, or no American shall be held a slave except as punishment. Right. And, and so if you, if you look at history, it's very clear, okay, 13th Amendment goes up, 14th Amendment goes up, 15th Amendment goes up, awesome. And then all of a sudden, the, 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 the prison population of the United States begins exploding. And, uh, and, and they, they weren't even shy about it in the late 19th century with the, the uh, criminal or the uh, felon lease program where prisons would lease labor out to Farmers and factories. Chain gangs. Yeah, cut rates, right. And then that got the kibosh put on it. So it, it's just been an ever, and then and then you, you see the criminal justice system or the prison system morph to you know private prisons. And then that, and the moment we get private prisons, the population of people in those prisons, because they get paid on a, on a butt in a seat kind of rate, mm -hmm. blows up. I mean, it just if you look at the, at, at the graph, of our prison population, it's 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 parabolic or hyperbolic in the sense that, or logarithmic is the word I'm looking for, uh, in the sense that you know the arc. Whereas our population isn't growing like that. So anyway, it, it's really interesting and infuriating at the same time. That it's it's really clear that there is a system, there is a machine, and and even though we look really fractionalized, I, I think a lot of this is. Very well controlled. So this is what. <laughs> so 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 to clarify for yeah. me, mm -hmm. President Obama just recently. This, this is probably a good thing he did. Mm -hmm. Went against the private prison system, correct? Right. That's true. Because they get they get paid for for a comparison for me in construction would be OSHA who is self funding. Right. And if they're self funding, even though if I'm trying my best to be Compliant, 
They can find something to hang my nuts on. They're incentivized to extract money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and privatized prisons have no incentive to release people. There's no... Or rehabilitation. They, right. Or rehabilitation. They don't need... Yeah. Because they get paid for them they being there. They get paid. So they're a self-funding organization by who they have in there. Right. So if we did, <clears throat> before we did some math or did some research on it, mm. I think so the people who decided if someone could be released actually were not involved with the prisons, but there are still ways around it to say, well, this... You know, this inmate was uh, caused a fight. So now they can kind of paint this background picture to then influence whether they are allowed to stay or not. Right. So in theory, in theory, you still went before the parole board, but they had disproportionately bad disciplinary records while they were in prison. Yeah. In theory. Exactly. In theory. And that's the whole problem. Well, and they don't have any control over what somebody It's just like when you're in school, you have no control over what's written in your record. Yeah, it, I, I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, but just look at the arc of how mm -hmm. this problem happened. We start the war on drugs, right? Crack cocaine is allegedly introduced into the inner city by the CIA. Allegedly. Under George Bush. Under George Bush. And then we have the privatization of prisons well, under George Bush. You <laughs> also have the, the three strikes rule. Right, right. Happens. And then the three strikes rule. Well, that's well, that's I, that's I, a I wonder if that didn't happen under Lord Cheney. Right. You're talking though about everything that Bush, happened. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Bush, 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 Bush number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, three yeah. strikes was not definitely not. No, no, no. What you guys were saying all happened. Yeah, yeah. Three strikes was Clinton. The rest of what Lane's talking about was actually under H. W. There's a lot of things that I think, and, and I'm not a Republican apologist by any stretch, but I think there's a lot of things that they get blamed for that people forget about what the real facts were. For example, No Child Left Behind was actually introduced by Ted Kennedy mm -hmm. in conjunction with H.W. Bush, and they both worked on the bill together, and he signed it and got it through. And now people look back at it as one of the worst Republican laws that they ever passed, and yada, yada. Like, so it's bipartisan. Yeah, it would, mm -hmm. first off, the president can't introduce the legislature. Right. So the sponsor of the bill was Teddy Kennedy. So. And they put it together. <laughs> you know, so it was a weird moment in time. So I think all the rhetoric is BS. I, I do too. Follow the money. Crap. Follow the money. So <laughs> and, and, and in politics, that's how it is anymore. Yeah. But the corporations are so tied into the government anymore. Well, there was never a time when it wasn't, though. I mean, corporations I mean, bailed lobbying. out our government. J.P. Morgan bailed out our country twice. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, come on. It's always been that way. Was, well, our, was our topic Netflix? No, we were talking about 13. Yeah, the reason saying. I ask is that I saw, I saw a couple of uh, things the other day on Netflix, just some stats, which I thought were really interesting. Okay. Um, so now 67% of Netflix users still pay for cable TV. Mm -hmm. But that's compared to 80% back in 2014. Mm -hmm. So that's dropped significantly, significantly. over... So they're putting a hurt on them. Oh, yes. Well, I, think, I think it's far more than just Netflix, to be honest. <coughs> I, I mean, you have Amazon things. that has uh, Amazon, some of the original Amazon, you don't Ooh. need a DVR anymore. You yeah. can watch whatever you want, wherever you want. And this one, I think... I, so I think... Nothing of any of them. Go ahead, Brian. He's terrible. So Netflix cuts over six days of commercials from your life per year. Wow. Six days of Six days on it. That is a stat I do not like. <laughs> I, I would have to say, um, it, it would be hard not having cable, but I would, I, if you don't have Netflix, it's a good one to have. There's a lot of really good original content on there. That and Amazon. I think Amazon is mm -hmm. doing, 
Amazon Studios has done a phenomenal job of putting out really high quality entertainment. Too. And it's a hundred dollars a year for. Um, what well, comes with the entire Prime membership? Well, so yeah, we have Amazon. we have Netflix. It's just that we haven't figured out how to make it work yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, just, I just got a Garmin watch. I'm surprised okay. Michelle has not figured that out. Well, she's a pretty she's stubborn lady. She's working on it, but we, neither one of us are. are, are I'm worse <laughs> than she is by a long shot. <laughs> but I got a Garmin watch. So I played, I played in a golf tournament today. And I'm trying to figure out how to make this Garmin watch, which has running, swimming, and everything else on it. Because... I get 10% wellness plan off my insurance while Michelle and I are $700 a month apiece, $1,400 a month for our insurance that I buy through my business, which is a whole nother, yeah, once again, another podcast, yeah, yeah. right? That's a whole nother issue. Yeah. So, but I get 10% off. Well, that's, that watch costs 200 bucks. If I get 10% off, that watch will pay for itself pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. On, 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 on my half of the plan. So, but figure these things out sometimes. There's, there's a lot of technology there. I mean, somebody like Brian looks at it and goes, yeah, bada bing, bada bing, bada bing. No problem. I've said Lane my... looks at it, goes bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, <laughs> no problem. I look at it and go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I've set my mom and dad's Netflix up probably three times. And they keep messing and it up. And they still screw it up. That's yeah. going to be Michelle. I don't know how said, they do it. What do you mean i got to plug in my watch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I think we have covered quite a bit of ground. Uh, and uh, really, uh, quite a bit of ground we could still cover. But uh, let's cut it off here and save some of this uh, enthusiasm uh, for our next episode. Uh, and I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in to Podcast Land. And I want to end this podcast in the way I end all podcasts, and that is with the toast that started it off for me, and that is to good times with good people.